We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 248-539-9797. The Tigers continue Grapefruit League play. Joining us now is the manager of the Tigers, A.J. Hinch. How are you? I'm pretty. I'm pretty well. I'm. I'm enjoying uh, our time down here. Now I have no idea what day of the week it is. Pretty busy down here. Well, well, the good. You're supposed to be busy getting ready for the season. Uh, the first thing I want to ask you is the the biggest question around baseball right now. The training camps, the pitch clock for the pitchers, for the batters. I know Miggy got called for a, a strike, not being ready. Uh, you've had a few other instances. Overall, you like it. The games have been shorter. Yeah, I do like it. No, I like it. I, it, I think we're – and any fan that has, has watched it in the minor leagues will probably tell you the same. Now, the traditionalists won't, won't like the fact there's a clock or, or there will be some little odd things like Miguel walked up and the music was going. He started talking to the catcher and the umpire, and, and he wasn't ready to hit, and they, and they got him for strike one. So then all of a sudden, boom, strike two. It was 0-2. And it's unnatural because he's. Um, we'll work out all that stuff, but the dead time, getting the hitters in the in the in the batter's box, the pitchers are on the mound; they're not walking all around. It's it's a new experience, and I think I think the players will adapt pretty quickly, like they did in the minor leagues. One of the funny things that's coming out of this camp is the minor league players kind of laugh at how much trouble the major league players are having. <laughs> They've been doing this for a couple of years now. It's no nothing new for them, but. Miggy's 20-year-old habits or, you know, Javi's got, um, he, he, you know, he can cover a lot of ground in the batter's box, um, you know, after a, a pitch. But it is, um, it's pretty action-packed, at least it feels that way. Um, since you brought up Miguel Cabrera, what's the thought process as the manager? How do you handle him going into his final season, making sure that you respect him, his career, the individual he is? as well as making sure you put the guys out that they're going to give you the best chance every single day to win and, and his, his health history. That was a very respectful way for you to ask me if I'm going to play him a lot. <laughs> I think what you're, that's what you're getting at. Um, trying to do my best, but thank you. Yep. Nice job. Uh, and then we're going to respect a Miggy in a lot of different ways. I brought him up in the first team meeting um and hat tip to him uh we have a lot of things planned hopefully throughout the season we can we can you know walk down memory lane a little bit but as i told our team if if you want to respect miggy if you want miguel to to enjoy his last year we need to win more games and that's with him in the lineup or if he's coming off the bench um i've talked directly to him he knows exactly where he stands exactly what we need out of him um, and, and hopefully he can stay healthy and stay productive and we'll find the right, 
the right combination. Our, our roster is built with a lot of options. Um, you know, obviously we're going to work through spring to, you know, to, to, to pick the right team. Miguel's going to be on it. He's going to factor in. And um, the better he plays, the more he plays, like any hitter. But it, but I'm going to be super direct with him on what his schedule is and, and, and react accordingly. Uh, the new guys, the two you picked up in the uh... – the Soto trade, Veerling and Mayton. I know uh, Mayton hit a home run. Uh, how they've been looking and what should fans expect from these guys? Yeah, they're good players. I mean, they're good baseball players. You know, both of them um, are settling in nicely. They're, they're, they're close friends. They came up together. They've been around each other. They've been on winning teams. Uh, they're very versatile. We have Veerling playing in the outfield now. We're going to start mixing him in the infield a little bit more. Uh, Mayton played shortstop for the first time. I had Javi off, so I – there, there's there's just a lot that they both bring as baseball players. Obviously, Maton's hit a couple homers. Beerling's pretty fast and pretty electric in the outfield. So there's there's a lot to like. We traded for him for a reason, and, and they're going to factor in. The better they play, the more they're going to play, too. It's the same message that I'm giving giving every player. But they their strengths are, are very obvious when you watch them day to day. And they need to cut you know kind of cut their teeth and get – and get up and running in, in, in the big leagues with a little more regularity. Spencer Torkelson, um, what have you seen from him, and what are your expectations going into his second big league uh, year? Yeah, I think, you know, Tork has been, um, he's been, you know, in a good place mentally. He's openly talked about um, last year and, and the things that he liked about it, the things that he didn't like about it. We'd like to see some adjustments from him. Um, you know, I like where he's at mentality wise. I think his, um, last season was the first time he ever failed really in his life. And, and even that's not even considered a failure because we pushed him so fast. And I, but I expect some adjustments. I think he's going to, um, you know, settle in nicely and just be one of the guys. I think the, the, you know, the tough part when you're one, one and when, and when fans are anticipating you and when the organization's anticipating you and pushing you the expectations are sky high. And, and I think he felt that last year and um, needs to make a few adjustments with his swing and with his approach to make sure that he gets the more fastballs and, you know, drives the ball. And he hit a homer or would have been a homer in the new dimensions the first day of, of spring here. It got caught at the wall in Lakeland. They haven't moved those fences in. But, um, you know, I think his his approach this to the, to the entire season so far has been – uh, much more relaxed, much more laid back, and much more approachable. AJ Hinch joins us on the Stony and Jayaz. It's you know it's obvious he was a major disappointment last season, especially at the bat, strikeouts, chasing all that stuff. What have you seen from him so far this spring that leads you to believe that uh, this year is going to be a little different? Well, I think he's first of all, the the back of the baseball card is pretty impressive. Uh, he's a good player. I, I I would fight back. Major disappointment is probably a little unfair to him. I think he had an up and down season. He he ended uh, remarkably well. Uh, but to defend the player, he he's uh, there was a lot of things going on last season that that he didn't adapt well to on a new team. He was a little bit more of a feature player. He signs a big contract and didn't get off to a good start and. Um, you know, I think this season, I spent some time with him this winter. I think this season, um, he's much more settled in now. I see him being a little bit more of a leader. The chase is still going to be there because the chase has been there for a decade. Right. And we have to try to hone him in the strike zone and let him make him hunt pitches, uh, that he can handle. There's, uh, there's a lot of good that comes with Javi. There's also some things that we're going to continue to address that he's, 
that he fights himself on on some premeditated swings and lack of pitch recognition. The, uh, his defense has been very, very good um, this spring with the, the work that he's put in with Alfredo Amezaga. So I, um, I think we're going to see a more settled Javi, um, albeit with some, some days that um, you know he's trying to hit the ball out of the stadium. And the more that we can minimize those and let him just be a good player all around, the better. The WBC is going to start in, in about a week. He will take off. So he's a little more game ready today than, than he certainly was last season. Uh, and we've heard Jonathan Scope, best shape he's been in in a number of years. We kind of hear that about certain guys at this time of year when they report to, to spring training. What have you seen from him? And obviously we're hoping for a bounce back year from what he did last year. Yeah, last year was an outlier for him, uh, and we need we need better results from him, and we need him inside the strike zone. It's, we've been very direct with him. Uh, if he's going to stay inside the strike zone and be a little bit more disciplined, he can stay in the lineup. If not, he's going to find himself in a little bit of a different role. But I um, I do like that he took it seriously last year, got into um, better shape. He came here prepared to play because he took off on a 20-hour flight to Japan for the WBC for Curacao. So we'll lose him for the next uh, two weeks or three weeks, depending on how they do. And when he comes back, he will have played in a lot of, a lot of games um, and will be ready for the season. So uh, he, when, when we talk as an organization about strike zone control, knowing a ball from a strike, swinging at the right pitches for pitchers getting strike one, Jonathan Scope's kind of the poster child for that as we need him in the strike zone. He does a lot more damage. When he, when he falls behind and when he swings um, kind of wildly at pitches, uh, it's not a great result. Uh, let's talk pitching. I would assume the rotation, something like Rodriguez, Turnbull, Manning, uh, Boyd, and, and, and Lorenzen. That being said, uh, how's Rodriguez looking coming back from a lot of his uh, you know, off-the-field personal stuff from last year? Yeah, difficult year for him. I mean, it was obviously documented, and, and you know, we're a family-first organization, and he needed to take care of his family and, and missed a lot of last season while he tended to, um, you know, to his, his life. Um, he's in a really good place. He came in pretty sharp. He's pitching in the WBC, so he leaves in about a week. Um, and so he came in uh, in great arm shape. His, his fastball was at 92 the other day. He didn't hit 92 until the, maybe even the start of the season and even fell off that when he hurt his oblique. So um, I like, again, that he was prepared to come in and be a little bit more game ready. Um, he's been a leader. We had a, a pitcher's dinner that he orchestrated with Matt Boyd and, and Michael Lorenzen. And that 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 type of leadership is what you expect from your veteran pitchers to to make everyone feel a part of what the organization is doing and how we're trying to build this pitching staff. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm, the order you said is probably not the order it's going to go, right. but I, um, if we can stay healthy, um, our rotation's spoken for, and, and then we'll work on the bullpen decisions. And now a lot of the work is done individually in the offseason. Uh, everybody reports, and we just you know talked about Jonathan Scope, best shape he's been in. A lot of these guys are in better game shape because of the WBC than than maybe normal, but April's been a tough month the last couple of years. How do you build, how important is it to build so when you come north, you're ready to have a better April than we've seen the last couple of years? Great question and great point on on getting out of the gate. And we're going to, you know, we have an off day around the 15th or 16th of March. It's our only off day during during spring, and, and we will uh, from that point forward, we're going to have to 
uh, mirror what a season would look like and get off, you know, get off on a, on a better foot than we have the last couple of years. Now the schedule makers didn't do us, um, you know, a great, a great, a great service. You got to go to Tampa first. We got to go to Houston. We come home and play Boston. And then we go to Toronto. Um, our April schedule is really difficult. So we need to address it differently uh, from a preparation standpoint to get us as, as, as hot as we can going in to, to the season. Um, it will help staying healthy. It will help, you know, if we just change our mindset um, and being a little bit more game ready the first 10 days or so. And, you know, everybody stays for the games. Maybe I start pinch hitting a little more often. Maybe we do the uh, unannounced bullpen, things that, that are a little bit more game ready and you get out of the, of the prep mode and you get out of spring training mode, which is, you know, historically been super casual till the very end. Cause when the light switch goes on in Tampa, uh, that's a really good team. We're going to kickstart. Then we go to the defending world champs uh, before we get to come home and play in front of our fans. Final thing. There's, there's always, you know, guys coming out of spring training that surprisingly make the club or, or do something, you know, throughout the spring training preseason games that go, wow, where did this come from? Is there going to be somebody that is going to surprise all of us? I would say yes. I mean, there always is. I think the battle for, um, you know, the extra bench spot, I think the battle versus, you know, with, with Carp versus Badu. Um, I like what Andre Lipsius has looked like, Ryan Kreidler, Zach Short, Tyler Nevin, Andy Abanez. Those are the, those right-handed hitters that can move around the field a little bit when you start thinking about how to – how to match guys up and build lineups versus left or versus right. Um, I'm pretty intrigued by the, by the third base, second base battle for playing time um, to kind of counter Nick Mason, who's, um, you know, is obviously somebody that we expect to be on our team in, in those two positions. So a Jonathan scope also as well. So there, there's a, there's going to be somebody uh, that either pops up on the opening day roster, which is what everybody like focuses on. Mm-hmm. I think there's somebody that's going to debut in April or early May because of what they do down here. There may be some, some debuts that, that we see specifically on the position player side, maybe earlier than we expect. All right. Well, we will talk to you uh, before the opener. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. Have fun. And most importantly, stay healthy. Yeah. No doubt about it. Every day we get closer where the medical report is still small is a pretty good day for me. So, so far, so good. All right. Thanks, AJ. Thanks, Appreciate AJ. it. Yep. You got it. Take right. care. Yep. That's uh, AJ Hinch joining us here. Stoney and Jansen, 97 won the ticket. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.